0: Wow, that was a good segue. <laughs> Moo and good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Pink Tron. I am Brent Robinson hosting tonight. And with me, I have Sean Fogenberg. Sean, what are you drinking? Currently a
1: gin and tonic with Gray Whale Gin, which is the California local botanicals. And... When I finish that, I'll probably just pour some mezcal into a watermelon jaritos.
0: A watermelon what?
1: Jaritos. it's the like uh, Mexican sodas.
0: Yeah. So I'm like full Canadian, I'm like, I call it a Jarrito. Oh yeah, (laughs) yeah, 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 a watermelon (laughs) Jarrito. And with us also is Lauren Camp. Lauren, what are you drinking?
2: currently a non-alcoholic cocktail or a mocktail if you prefer that word i don't really
1: i don't prefer them
2: Mm, well and it's with it's with seed lip so it's a non-alcoholic spirit um and I think it's with distilled herbal botanicals. The, the label is pretty. The <laughs> flavor is a little bit milder than I would like. I want my herbals mm. to be a bit stronger. So I did, it's with um uh, ginger beer. And I did add a sprig of rosemary from the bush outside of my house. So that helps a bit, but I want more coming from the, the spirit. So after that, I'm just gonna have a gin and ginger, <laughs> uh, real gin. And I'm going to have the St. George Spirits, which is also some California botanicals.
0: You guys have amazing sounding drinks. And those like <laughs> non-alcoholic um, spirits thing, like someone had that at New Year's Eve where I was. It's good. Like, Which I, one?
1: Do you know which one you I had? I didn't
0: see the brand. It was a clear bottle with yellow writing. <laughs> okay. But yeah, um, we're, I'm going to look into like, more of them. I might, uh, I might have to get into those because, you know you want to do more swift raising faster it's better yeah. to actually two glasses we do this every week on a podcast yep. in any event I have a rum and it's like club soda I guess lime flavored club soda it's nice. kind of like a hacked mojito a bit Not a sweet, I, but just
1: just going back to the uh the alcohol bit I feel like beer is my uh unintentional sandbag so
0: like yeah, keeps you, keeps the weight on.
1: Keeps yeah, it keep, yep. keeps me uh keeps me keeps me keeps my weight rising just along with the power so that I keep staying in <laughs> see In in what uh some of the other guys on Herd Mentality have been have taken to calling the beer league. So yeah.
3: uh-huh.
0: well, you know, it is also, I mean it's for fun, it's for health, it's for all those good things. Yeah. Speaking of racing, this week's race was the Herd Winter Racing League was on London Loop
2: was and is was for you because you've already done was it and unless is. you're yeah, yeah. planning on doing it again brent uh
0: mm, i don't <laughs> think so i mean i i do like i do think this is a good race course i you know it's like 20 some odd minutes so it wouldn't murder me to go do it again frankly <laughs> but uh other things other things to do that's we gotta we'll talk about stampede but stampede this week is super fun mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Um, yeah
1: i i like this one uh because it it has been kind of a an annual tradition to have this as one of the early season hbr hwr races i remember i've I've done this now this will be the i think third year in a row where this has been one of the main race courses and you can kind of get a sense of where you're at versus last year yeah and i mean it's a i mean
0: it's it's kind of rolly to flat to start not much action really you got that
1: northumberland climb that's that can split things uh race one actually split right out of the gate um (laughs) i was watching bowser's so bowser has his uh youtube channel Mm -hmm. bowser bikes yeah and uh he was i think maybe the only c who made the front group out of the um out of the pens Ooh, wow. um, and then there was another little split after Northumberland.
0: Um, I don't know how how did race two go? We had, I mean, it, it was a medium hard charge out of the gate, not too bad. So did they they split like before they got to the tunnel, basically. Like
1: uh, they there was a big split before, like basically at the lap banner, like at the first yeah. Ooh, lap, okay. like within the first
0: minute, there was a big group that hadn't pushed hard enough. Yeah. I mean, it does go to like five, 6% there. So if you're not switched on it, you can lose the group, but they did push us there and we had to go, but uh, we had a group of about 50 until we hit um, box. Yeah. So it wouldn't, it didn't really break up. And I didn't find like, there. I think race one had about 20, 28, 30. Okay. Yeah. So it was, I don't know. Like I said, the that there was a little push there, on that first little hill as so you come through that banner, and then another. Like the even I didn't find the Northumberland. Like I think I hit 400 watts, but it wasn't you know, guys trying to break the group off. Really, which is
1: six-ish watts a kilo for you. <sighs> High five.
0: Five. Yeah, I'm like 80 kilo, right? So. Okay. So, yeah. So, um you know, it was fine. It was, and it's, and then box was box, you know, the group went bananas, cuckoos. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Um, I don't know. Matt was doing the commentary and I think they were pushing north of five, close to six at the very front. There was a group of the hydro riders, Prado and the Ciccarelli or Chiquetti or something like that. Um, Ty Mangum, they were like, just apparently like really, really pushing, the pace of the front all of them together so and and right at the start like right up that first ramp from the right hand turn which you know as I've said before on the podcast that's like you got it that's the part to go like if you're going to spend bullets spend them there right which I did I I, like I was really I was pushing close to 400 watts I think on that part of the climb to try and I I think I was a little more smart about this than I can't remember the last race. I said, oh I remember it was uh was it Santa Sequoia's the week before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I tried to go right to the front of the group, like hold like the very like front two, three riders and got burned up
1: too mm-hmm. early in the
0: climb. This time I kind of stayed like 12 to 15 and then eventually they pulled away, but I didn't totally crack like I did at uh Santa So, got it. so, so yeah. just looking
1: on Swift Power, it looks like front front of the race was doing five three to five five for the most part yeah, um, on out. box hill mm-hmm. as like for the whole six ish minutes
0: yeah and like that's average so i'll bet that first chunk they were above that and then yeah, I, and that's that came the, back about that really is the place
1: to go hard this is i don't know if you did uh the climbers gambit on box hill a couple weeks ago
3: mm, i don't um, think i
1: did But I I do think that, so I have my own own optimal TT pacing code that I can run, and it really does, um, for Box Hill in particular, uh, the optimal pacing strategy is to go as hard as you can for that first part without blowing up if you're alone, Um, probably even more so if you're holding on to a group through that because that second part if you've stuck with people you then have a draft yeah for that yep.
0: for the flatter parts well, i gotta say i get broken on that last like once you make that one before you make that right hand turn there's that really long draggy bit with kind of the weird little yep. markings on the road and i, I get oh, dropped yeah. there so much like, i have i have a few times yeah that's just i don't know it's like you're on it you're on it you're on it and then the, i don't know if other guys accelerate or they because they haven't gone as hard as they need to or whatever happens but it's just mm-hmm. like god i cannot hold this guy's wheel anymore and like we talked about it during the commentary like paul Shuckero was right in the front group and i've raced paul Shuckero. i don't know in the last three years like 50 times 100 yeah. times i can't even remember <laughs> um and like we're usually like really really close like he, he's a very similar type of racer to me and uh He was right in the front group and I said to Matt, I said, Paul holds that group. That's a hell of a race for him. And in that exact same segment, he came back to us like you standing. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, it's a it's sometimes you just gotta take a risk. So I I respect that. See if you can make it. You never know if you can make it till you try.
3: Right.
1: Race one looked similar. There were just like people try and hold groups until they can't, and sometimes they end up going down to one point something for a little while just to. Yeah, it's just like all right. You guys
0: behind me are going to catch me anyway.
2: I might as well rest. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And I'll bet I. If you look at my profile, I'll bet in that climb there's what thirty seconds there where I came off the power.
2: Yeah, and the numbers you were saying that those guys were doing it. uh, That's what. That's when I had started watching. So I started watching the commentary when you were already on the climb, and that's what I remember Matt saying is, "Yeah, they were pushing."
0: Um
1: tron bike
0: yeah i rode tron i think it's yeah. i think it's tron i mean yeah there's a little 202 um yeah i think it's so um it's so mixed right like there is that one climb so you do want something light to be in the climb but it's it's a relatively fast climb and yep. there's a lot of race that's not in the climb that like, and especially, like, could, right afterward yeah yeah that's what i was just gonna say is is like for example so um, I finished the climb across the bump there, probably about four seconds ahead of Paul Shakaro, And then there was another group of three with Tim Maroon. An OTR guy, an electric spirit guy, another like four to five seconds behind him. And they caught him, and then suddenly so they were about four or five seconds behind me. And then um I was like, Oh, I gotta try and hold these guys away. And before we even got to the escalator, I was like, Nope, that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> so um so it was like, okay, group of group of us it is, but they had already dropped Shakero on the descent. Uh, so like I said, if you were in a if you were a lightweight and a full lightweight bike, that would have been you would have been tough or, to hang in there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh this is one to remain switched on mm-hmm. after the top of the the uh, KOM banner, uh because you've got that uh very steep kicker afterward that If you don't have anything left in your legs there, somebody can make a 5-10 second gap on you real quick. Especially going into that descent.
2: I've definitely, definitely had that happen before. And I'm pretty sure that Brent and I talked about this last week because this was the HBR race. And yeah, Switched On is, is right.
0: Yeah, switched on there and escalator. Tim Roon, oh, yeah, just about dropped me on the escalator after they caught me. They caught me like right in that tunnel before the escalator, Ooh. and then he put a huge surge in there. and I, um, it was all I could do to hold his wheel, like, I had to really, um, kind of pedal those next 50 meters when it flattens right out to stick his wheel and go. I think then he was Dang. a bit burned because he did fall to the back of the group after that, but. You know, obviously he finished in the sprint finish. I think he finished second that sprint even.
1: I'm I'm a little worried because uh I, I don't know if I've talked about it on here uh much, if at all, but my bike has been uh I've I've been having an issue where when oh. I really torque torque things on a sprint, my chain has been dropping. Uh oh. So this one's this one's gonna I, I'm gonna probably do some more work on it tonight or tomorrow morning. Uh, I it might be a rear derailleur alignment issue, like how the derailleur hanger is uh, lined up. But this has been happening, and I actually ended up losing a bunch of time on the uh, Christmas Eve uh, HWR. I like got to the the final sprint with a with a good group and was all revved up and then went to step on it and lost the chain again. It had it had happened in the last ZRL race as well. Go trying to go up 23rd Street.
0: So and it's sorry it's like coming off the inside of the front chain. No, it's coming or? on the outside of the front chain ring, which is oh wow that is a I guess because you're in the small cog and it's pushing it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's so tough. i like
1: I've I've been working on like trying to tighten up the front chain ring that hasn't fixed it. So I think it might be the alignment of the rear chain or, or the rear derailleur. But it actually broke my front derailleur. So I'm um, I got some other. Oof. Yeah, this is the downside <laughs> of uh of like I have a Campagnolo record on there. So it actually just broke the carbon fiber. I'm getting a. I'm getting something that's like aluminum. I don't care if it's heavier. It's not breaking it.
0: Especially on a steel. Well, I, and maybe you use it on both, but like on your indoor bike. I don't have an indoor, indoor and outdoor
2: outdoor bike. Yeah,
0: me neither. Me neither.
2: You're not really racing so much outside. And it's better yeah. for you to in your main racing yeah. thing have the bike that's not gonna yeah, break.
0: There has there's has
1: been a part of me that's like sure, maybe I need to just get a you know, an alley sprint or something, just like something that's beefy and stiff and with Shimano, so I don't have to deal with this this crap breaking all the Campy
0: time. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if it can't it's be so fiddly well, it's certainly, certainly harder to find parts for it is. And it's super fiddly. Anyway,
1: so HBR. <laughs> hb fine
2: no, and sing. sandy
0: yep which okay. uh was oh, this in the other sheet okay.
1: so yes. it's on it's it's mccurry um mm-hmm. yeah and two it laps. is
0: Ooh.
1: a the the course itself is about 10 and a half k mm-hmm. uh i'm not sure the the full race is probably about 21 22 um but yeah, there's both of those little, both of the little climbs that are on the kind of outskirts of Urukasi. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's I guess it's yeah, probably the same climb from both directions. I can't actually tell. Um, but yeah, so just there's a couple little bumps. Um, but mostly you're just going around the kind of Inner loop of the outer, uh, the outer ride there.
3: I'm
2: yeah, so it's the Mecca Isle
1: climb, right? Yep, and you do oh, it twice okay. per lap, oh. so it'll be four times. Although
2: in companion, it's saying one lap. Oh, so just FYI, any HBR racers, right now, the first event. Which looks like it's at midnight our time is saying it's a single lap. So just the 10.8 hmm. kilometers okay. total is what it's giving me in companion right now. So
0: yeah, those mech island climbs are devious <laughs> because of really the dirt. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't look very steep and it doesn't look very high on the profile, but be ready because you gotta go. Yeah, it's the dirt and it's a little steeper than it looks on there, and you can definitely make a move. So be yeah. ready for it,
2: or get a move made on you. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. By all means, go and drop the other peeps. Go for it.
2: Yeah, and I think even with that dirt, this would still probably be Tron or all rounder.
0: Yeah, there's not there's too much other stuff, especially on this yeah. route.
1: So yeah, this is it's the the climb is about half a mile six 700 meters and it it's only three percent average but it is on gravel and there are parts that hit
0: seven percent
3: mm-hmm. yep yeah
0: yeah and it, it like twists through and you can't quite see where everyone is so like for sure like when people get away like if they just keep stomping it, like people will fade back so yeah it's yeah. a cool route i I mean uh, mac island's cool I, i've talked about it before about how cool urakazi is with all like yeah. you can like Piece bits together, so this one pieces kind of those flat bits and boardwalk and tide pool with mech. It's cool. Yeah, it'll
2: be fun to be racing in Urakazi for HBR and then for HWR the week after, because otherwise I've only raced there for the tiny races, and so I'm kind of excited to have like a longer course.
1: So I wonder, still- I wonder if that
0: find and sandy is someone copied, because that's what we're doing HWR next week. It is. Yeah. And they miscopied yeah. the two laps into HBR. Yeah, that might be right.
2: Oh, that, that would make sense. Yeah. So HBR folks.
1: Uh, we might as well just say what the these are next week. So next week this is fine and sandy for HWR. Mm-hmm. Uh I is the do you think this is a Tron or something faster?
2: Oh. Mm. For two an all arounder for-
1: or well, so it's just there's that that climb twice but i mean for the majority of this it's actually fairly flat
2: yeah we already said tron
0: yeah and most people are probably well but the <laughs> i just i think the finish is a little uphill it's, is it uh maybe a mild uphill yeah but still like when you're doing like two or even maybe three percent on that last little climb you know feel. i think you'd rather ever Tron over your full arrow yeah yeah so I think it's a Toronto. Uh, and then next
1: week's HBR I think is on Cobble climbs reverse. Is
3: that right? Yep. Two, yeah, like
1: two weeks from now. Yep. Well, next well, next week. Next week's HBR yep. is on Cobble climbs Oh, pardon me, right, reverse. right.
0: <laughs> and then two weeks from now, it's the HW. Yeah, sorry, yeah. that's what I'm looking gonna... at. Good. Right, right. Cool. Cobble Reverse, that's that's a tough race for the Ds. <laughs>
1: yeah, you go straight into the reverse 23rd Street, reverse Libby, you get the bits down by the river, and then you go up, what is it, the The Main Street Climb, which is essentially the Governor Street Climb, but a little different. It's the thing that you descend with on the normal. Straighter. Uh, it's really straighter, then, right? Yeah, it is. And then straight to the finish um so again probably something something all around Etron. tron uh yeah and yeah uh i have this pulled up because it's also the route that we're using for uh climbers gambit
0: this coming well starting um, for Richmond 23rd reverse yeah oh that's a good okay oh. did you talk a, about the segue it's not a good segue <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. It's it makes it better. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Climber's gonna have a Richard 23rd reverse on Cowell Climbs reverse. So warm up first, right? Because that's gonna be it's like short. 1.1 1. 1. Like kilometers. One, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, warm up, because it's gonna be fast 1.1 kilometers too, because it's downhill. So and then the, the only
1: thing about this one. This is a really interesting uh climb to try and pace because it actually starts flat. Mm-hmm. The KOM itself, uh you are it is in total 1.1k at 3.5%. uh but you're actually you actually hit that, uh the start of it coming off of a descent. uh you're going to be at speed. And the first, you kind of go around a left-hand turn, have a little straightaway into a right-hand turn. It's not until kind of a block into that right-hand turn when things get over five percent. Um, but even through the that like first left-hand turn, you're only at like one, two percent uh, hmm. for the first. 550 meters. So for the first half of the segment, you're under 2%. So it's a question of where you put out your power. Are you trying to hold speed into the climb? Or are you trying to make up your time with essentially a long sprint up the climb? Because there is a part from 800 to 900 meters That's
0: about 9%. I'm surprised that whole thing is 2.5 kilometers long, but.
1: um, Oh, no. Oh, no, that's the the end of the race. The climb Uh, is
0: 1.1K. Okay, okay. Yeah.
1: But the first, like I said, the first, essentially the first half of Mm -hmm. that segment Mm -hmm. is a false
0: flat yeah well i think the first thing is to make sure you don't miss the start of the segment because that is a very tricky segment start to pick up especially like in climbers gambit usually you're not in too much of a group but um like when you're in a group i I mean i've missed this other than like knowing it's there Mm -hmm. i I bet half the time i have raced here i've not seen the start like i've just known it must be there somewhere because i've passed it so um that's the first thing but yeah, I definitely think you need to carry speed <laughs> um, through the, uh, <laughs> you definitely need to carry speed into the lower part that's flat, like not just fully dog it till you get to the, um, the hilly bit. You gotta, you yeah. gotta put some, some speed into that and then unload the bullets as soon as it gets steep. Once you get your but that's like about a third of the way to the top. Once you make the right-hand turn, you got to really yeah, start you'll, just going. You'll start feeling it,
1: but I, I think that you probably want to stick at something like your five minute power for that first half. Yep. You don't want to, you don't want to bury yourself in that first half, but you do want to be going hard enough that you're, that you're going fast. Um, but you really do want to be able to kick hard through that second half
0: yeah now remind me does it disable draft for the whole race yes yeah okay well I knew for sure it was disabled during the segment I couldn't remember if it was disabled the whole because of course then there could be some other interesting shenanigans but
1: yeah I don't think yeah. that there's any way to only turn off the draft
0: for that
3: segment
1: the
0: segment yeah
3: yeah,
0: yeah. Well, it's funny you say that but I thought when we do Zwift Academy they do that Oh yeah. Maybe they, maybe they do have that. Oh, that's huh. right.
2: Well, but maybe not everybody anyway. has access to it.
0: Yeah. I, I let it, I'm sure it's a very complicated setup. And although I will fully call it, the people who've been helping us with support on the stampede stuff have been lovely and helpful. Um, it's a lot to ask them sometimes the crazy yeah. race stuff we come up with. Yeah.
2: so yeah, That's fair.
1: Good.
0: It, so, it, yeah. The
2: pacing, it almost... Sort of the way we're talking about it, it slightly reminds me of like Bologna. It is don't go to like a mini tiny mini, Bologna. Mini
1: Bologna. <laughs> it really like if you look at the if you look at the profile for this and you look at Bologna, <laughs> the profiles are the same. It's yep. just so much shorter that the intensity has to be higher for all of it.
3: Yeah.
0: Although I think there's a longer flat on top, right? I think you've got it. Isn't there kind of like you've got two a little bit meters? Of a, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, it's only about hundred meters of flat at the top. Okay, hundred.
0: Yeah, I assure you, it feels very long. Oh yeah,
3: anyway,
0: cool.
1: This one is interesting because do mm. you do you go TT? Do you go TT bike, or do you do something more balanced?
3: Do you? Hmm. Uh...
0: It's gonna be fast,
3: yeah.
0: Well, it's no draft, so th- yeah, you know, there's no advantage.
1: So, uh, looking at my v- mm. fastest, uh, yeah, this I guess was what's in the average race, speed, right? So, this was in a race, but uh, the fastest I've done this was averaging 23 and a half miles an hour. Hmm. which that that's that's tt bike territory yes yeah, so um we're you hit at
0: 34 35 kilometers now
1: yeah that's almost 40 and the 40 thing is, is that like for the
0: five so those first five 600 meters you're probably going to be doing between 45 and 50
1: yeah so i mean this was in a group so hitting it was definitely faster but in The group you hit it at 60. Yeah, hmm.
3: that's um... so you could be
1: losing significant time there, and even in the steepest part of this. And this was, I, I was doing my biggest watts there, but I, I only hit you know 13 miles an hour, so 21, 22. At the lowest speed mm. on the steepest segment so i i would say probably mm. it's a
0: i say your light tt, TT yeah put some lighter wheels on it don't take the heavy discs and maybe pick mm-hmm. up the whatever it is Cervelo p5 or scott plasma or something one of those lighter tt bikes yeah makes sense I guess the other thing, I mean this is part of the fun as whiff too, is of course you can just stand up and smash your pedals and yours doesn't <laughs> matter for your arrow. <laughs> right. I think
1: that the ideal is probably actually doing a bike swap mid-segment.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, bike bike swap. Mm-hmm.
0: The v- just, does not endorse bike swaps in all circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> I endorse them for everyone but me.
3: Yeah.
1: Is somebody,
0: yeah I was gonna say, is Sean racing this one this weekend? <laughs> yes. You might not want to take his word for it. <laughs> I would you're... not swap bikes. Uh, no. No. There's You'll no way you can make save a bike 20 swap seconds. work in a 1.1 kilometer <laughs> segment. <laughs> oh my goodness. But I'd like to see you try.
2: Yes, everyone in B takes Sean's advice. Yep, he's totally, totally, totally you right. Know,
0: the only time that would work, Sean, is if you're on an Apple TV.
3: Mm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the all, easiest, you, all you
0: Apple TV writers.
2: Easiest system on which to switch bikes, <laughs> that
0: one. Definitely.
2: Works every time,
0: fast. Uh, <laughs> all right, good time. Mountain goats? Yeah. Triple London, triple loops? Yep. And where is the finish on this I think the finish is box hill finish. I think that's what it's telling us there.
1: So is it the...
2: Oh, it's the fake, but it's every time it's the fake box.
1: Yeah,
0: so So it's
2: not
1: the segment version. Right, it's from the wrong side. But that means, so this Mm -hmm. course will be about 20k of mostly flat as you go around the downtown area. Mm -hmm. Crossover into the Surrey Hills area, do Leaf Hill which is the one that has basically half the climb before the segment starts.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It is cruel, isn't it?
1: Uh, You come down, you do a little bit, and then you do the fake box. Yeah. Come down from that off of Fox and then back down into the downtown for the finish. Basically the same finish as London Loops. But I think because it's it's going to finish finish
0: right after the top of the Box Hill banner there. Right, my bad. Yeah. So it's gonna be about thirty-five kilometers, give or take. That looks about right. Yeah. 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 So first 20 are pretty boring for mountain goats, but <laughs> those next 15 are gonna be kind of tough.
2: Yeah. Um that that probably just tron, right? Yeah. So
0: or yeah. Uh, I mean, if you're, if you feel like you can roll around in the group, like with those climbs and especially like it being a mountain goats race, frankly, I know people are going to be, it doesn't matter, but I think people are going to be sitting there and climby. So you might take yeah. your climber. I mean, I could see either
1: the, basically the question is whether or not you feel like you're going to be split off on leaf on that first climb, because I think that Tron yeah. is actually a pretty good,
0: Pretty good choice for box. Yes.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. The question is whether you can make your group on Leith if yep. you go on something lighter. You're probably looking at saving like I don't know what three seconds yes. maybe on Leith Hill on a climber over a bo- over a Tron. So yep. if you think mm-hmm. you're going to be within three seconds of a group and you can get it with a climber, you can switch from Tron to climber. Yep. But. Yeah. So you brought this up. Or <laughs> London. Stampede. What's... Yeah. 9.5 kilometers of 2019 World's Harrogate Yorkshire reverse. Oh, 9.5. Yeah. Can you picture that? Uh-huh. That we I think I might call this one the Alex Cooper special. So everyone who's been in the Stampede, it's been flat for two weeks. This week is the opposite of that. <laughs> <laughs> because it is roly, roly, roly. Through, you got to do the little tiny square backwards so the uphill sprint version the, the counterclockwise direction around the little sprinty bits and then you're going to do the kom and then back down the kom and then you got to do another climb and then you to go back down and then the finish is the top of Pop bank wall oh, so it's on the reverse Ooh. okay yep brutal so that yeah. <laughs> that is the tt that so it took me about 20 minutes at a 2.5 watts per kilo 200 watts for the slower um, people who are thinking about it <laughs> for,
1: for people who uh are doing zrl this this week this might be a good opener is that
0: race one no huh? it's,
3: it's not race one
0: Oh, I see. To get yourself ready for chain chomper. Yeah. Yeah, for doing No, I think yeah, yeah. just
1: day before like do 15 minutes hard and like it's not something that's going to totally wreck you unless you're going 100% all out. I might I might do this as an opener. It's like yeah, a I series do. a series of short sharp efforts mm-hmm. with some
0: like hard
1: recovery in between.
0: Yep. I mean, they're pretty good sentence like you don't yeah. you're gonna go pretty fast though pedaling down too hard but yeah yeah and it. i mean it is hmm. like there is definite time to be made on this one by um meeting out your efforts right like pushing where you need to push and then monitor you know moderating where you can go down
1: is probably but, the hardest this is going to be the hardest of the tts to <laughs> actually pace right yep yeah yeah it's um if you're if you're pushing really hard on all the flats and descents you're making up time but you're dying on that last wall
0: yeah and, and there'll and that's where like things are gonna be made up like the kom for sure sometime on the kom and then the next climb a little bit too after the kom but yeah there'll be i, I think that wall like you're gonna need legs to get up it you really are going to want to punch hard especially those first like 15 and 20% <laughs> segments Oof. early in it you're going to want to pound those as hard as you can and get through them
2: that is going to be oh. rough
0: it's brutal
2: wow
3: yeah it's tough <laughs> but like yeah, i think that's a good fun finish
1: so i still think that this is Climby TT bike, but this is maybe the first one where it's like not super not obvious. TT. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that's right. I think you might want your DT62s or NV 7.8s or whatever. Hmm. I think that's right.
2: Wow. Yeah.
1: And then that
2: would be interesting.
1: bullseye. Bullseye. Mm-hmm. Bridges and boardwalks
3: yeah so that you guys a, have, have
1: raced a lot more on work i i've still not done a race in urakazi yet mm. so i'm useless on, on
0: this. i don't know that i've raced the whole part of this though
3: mm-hmm.
2: no and i also it's... haven't done um I've i think this is a she
1: it is board yeah that's and... the same as me she she so so, so this and- is definitely one that has some climbing every, every lap.
2: Four laps also, nine sprints.
3: So,
0: so yeah. you're going to do boardwalk sprint and she's a sprint every lap. Mm-hmm. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> so you start from Mech Island pens. That's all lead in. Right. And then you're going to hit boardwalk sprint first, which is pretty flat think is that the one where you come across the sand i think Looks you come like across it. like the land bridge in the sand yep. and then you, you hit the sprint so that one's flat but then you're gonna have to do the climb up to shisa Ooh. and that is gonna be um that is a those are grinders i've ridden though I, I don't i haven't raced them mm-hmm. i don't think well maybe it was in the one Maybe it was in that
1: first one that you hated.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I did a turf and surf. That's what I was just thinking is I think we did do She's a Sprint on turf and surf, but I had no idea. I hadn't done any scouting. I had no idea what was going on. Um, Yeah. I was trying trying to break away from the group, and everyone else was like, what is this dummy doing? Doesn't he know there's another 10 kilometers of flat before the real climb starts? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so you're going to have to do those climbs. And then... I mean, that, that does make it tactically interesting for a bullseye, though, because, of course, yeah. if you can shake the group up there and then you can decide to, like, just sit in and re- recover back to the group and then try and take boardwalk sprint. Or you, can, it is... or you
1: can, depending on how much you can distance you can get and whether there's a couple who can come with you, you might be able to work to stay away and get points back down at the bottom
0: yeah i think solo would be tough if there's a group of any size on the descent but, but if you can um, get a couple if there's two or three of it that break the group for sure
2: that sounds then fun
0: i would definitely go for it yeah it sounds like you've uh maybe maybe decided
1: that bullseye is one of your race series i was gonna
2: say i'm gonna quit zrl and not do it on tuesday and race bullseye on wednesday instead <laughs> that's normal
0: <laughs> i love i love bullseye scheduling stuff for me too but um, yeah
2: yeah but it's I almost it
0: was
2: good
0: the bike choice on this one is interesting i was because gonna the, say yeah as much as like tron because you're gonna want to stay on that climb yep. the points are at the sprints so like if you don't if you think you can just hold the group at the climb your full arrow shot because you got to win boardwalk sprints too so right yeah. i feel like it's might be your full arrow might be your best shot yeah, even the the Shisa Sprint is
1: slightly uphill, but it's still.
3: Yeah, I think it's flat.
1: Pretty
0: flat. Yeah. Yeah. So, and there is a bit of dirt at parts on that. I'm trying to remember on Shisa. Right? That we, do direction. we know? Do we know, know if it's it, gravel or right. if it's packed sand? Yeah.
2: Right. Is it dirt that's considered dirt, or is it like
3: tarmac?
0: Yeah, I can't remember on that side of the climb.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: that's the problem. I, I know for sure there's dirt on the other side of that climb, on the side with the little curly cue. But the little other side, I don't know.
3: Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. So the
1: Zwift Insider bike selection definitely suggests go arrow um, for oh. making this as fast as possible. Okay. Um, and that might be even more. Uh, on a bullseye type yeah. race,
2: I'm. I did well. You know, courses are different, but I did full arrow for the last bullseye, which was downtown dolphin. So,
0: which is kind of the same thing, right? Like it's uphill, but then the sprint is One flat the, at the top. The yeah. uphill. I mean, yeah. this has 60 meters
1: of climbing every lap.
3: Yeah.
1: So it's it's definitely there's more going on than there is in downtown Dolphin. Yeah. You know, there's that this climb does hit five, six percent.
0: But are um, people gonna be like when you gotta just get to that line, are people gonna be breaking people? I mean maybe if, maybe if
1: you're not one of the sprinters, but you do feel like you're a good three minute climber. Yeah, like you can hang. Do you, hang. Hang. Do you think Matt Defreitas in this would uh
0: <laughs> would
1: wait for the sprint?
0: I don't think Matt DeFreitas would do a bullseye, but I know, uh, but you if, know if he did, he would go for the solo breakaway for the entire race. So Yeah. <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. Okay. Good. Though that'll be fun. I'll be curious to see what my Wednesday schedule looks like.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Are you doing ZRL? I know that's not I, our around the horn, but
0: I I'm not currently. Signed up for a team.
2: Ah, all right.
0: Oh, do you want to ride and see with us?
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm I pretty sure it, the, the B by his name, uh,
0: even will. the Zwift power algorithms aren't that bad, Sean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the... I, Chris was a C for a minute, he was. He <laughs> was. No, I just did a 324 10 mile TT on Stampede, nice. So
3: nice,
2: I'm still a C.
0: <laughs> well, what are you doing on Tuesday? Uh, Put some lead in your working. pockets. <laughs>
2: working.
0: Uh, I guess that brings us to the end of the week in herd racing, and since we're talking about ZRL, around the horn topic is uh... wow, that was a good segue. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
2: excuse the delay. Brent is broken. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag blame Sean.
0: (laughs) That was so well earned. Uh, (laughs) Around the horn is segment battle points. (laughs) Which Zwift racing announced. I think, I don't remember if they announced it for our last one, but.
2: Yeah, I think they did, but we were like, no, we don't know. We're not discussing that this week.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And the gist of segment battle points i'll give it the unofficial once over but essentially they're going to rank everyone who's going to race for their team in terms of their strength from one to six and then everybody who is the strongest person on each team races the strongest person from every other team for each segment first across the line etc down the line so second everybody second strongest rider races Everybody's third strongest rider races. Everybody's third strongest rider. Everybody's fourth strongest rider, et cetera, et cetera. So, mm-hmm.
1: so there are still some outstanding questions. I think um, is this is the so it basically says every member of a team is going to receive a number one to twelve. Is that static throughout the season? I think is an important question that I that we don't really have an answer to. Mm. um or are they re-ranking riders every week mm. um yeah they definitely that will the, the change idea is who signs up. right well no no so it, it says every member of a team will receive a number one to 12 so i think it's ranking your whole team and then depending on who signs up you get a one to six based on where you were among your one to 12 yes. within your team and so i think that it's it's an interesting question as to whether that ranking shifts within the season or whether it's static from week one, I would hope it shifts because they're going to be like, they're definitely going to be riders who just haven't raced a lot recently or um, cause I, I think that the idea is ranking you based on how strong you are. And so every team's strongest rider is racing every team's, every other team's strongest riders um all the way down Mm -hmm. i do i personally like this quite a lot um, because it does start it it favors more balanced teams or teams who actually Mm -hmm. have six stronger riders rather than two people who can just smash every FTS and FAL across the race and it doesn't matter where everyone else like what everyone else does it gives everyone in the race something to push for um and and very much like if you're if you're the number six you kind of get a sense of who the other team's number sixes might be because right. you're racing with them every week and yep. so you see them in your group, you
0: you know you got to beat them. Yeah, all that. I mean, it it addresses a lot of the sort of I don't know gripes, I guess, for lack of a better expression, I've had against that all over the
3: yeah
0: over the years is that it there's too much racing and too much of the race is decided right on that front rider and not enough yep. for the people at the back to go hard for. And this changes it, there, right? Like you are like not only is it like um, you know, for those segments, but like if a group breaks off into like two or three groups, like now you need to catch up, right? Like if you see that there's like three, four seconds up the road, there's even maybe not the strongest rider in the race in the front of the group, where before you would just be like going up to get one maybe finish point, lots of times none because of the yep. way they're grouped. Yep. Now it's like, no, that could be. 10, 15 segment points if I got to go catch that guy. So let's go. And hopefully, ideally, mm-hmm. in a perfect world, it makes those groups that are chasing work together or the groups yeah. in front work hard to keep them away. Yeah. Right.
2: That sounds so, more fun.
0: Well, yeah. All you want is like a motivation to help your right. team to ride hard. Yeah. And that's what this does everywhere in the race, right? Whether you're the first rider or the last rider. Right. So, I, I mean, I, I, I know there's been lots of questions about how are you going to know who's in which group and blend. Yeah. WTRL has been like we have some tool we're going to magically reveal it Monday at midnight. Yeah. <laughs> <Monday>. <laughs> but uh and but- we all trust them to do
1: it smoothly.
2: Definitely. Yeah.
1: Based on past performance.
2: Week 1 will be without yeah. any hiccups. It'll be great.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, um but you know, they say they've got some tool. I they got some magical algorithm that's gonna rank everyone they've got all these things so um yeah. i i certainly credit them with with coming up with a system that does that and ho- hopefully the execution is as good as the plan and and you know it you know i'd be way more inclined to go race low a or something than i would before I,
2: that's i'm literally having that thought right now and just because to to update the our our wonderful podcast listeners i will be racing in uh women's b with the littles again at least to start unless i upgrade i'm a b right now for women and this would actually like i did race a last round this having segment battle points would make those races a lot more interesting for me because i was in um what sean has referred to as the murderer's row of women's a like There were a lot of former Premier League ladies in there. It was nuts. And so, having something to be like, okay, I blew up, but there's still something to fight for would have been much more motivating in a race like that. And if you're at, if you've just upgraded, if you're not at the top of your category, if you're anywhere from the middle on down, not making that front group this is going to make these races just much more interesting and you'll have something to go for. That's not just your personal bests, which are important, but when you're racing, you might want to make some points. It'll be nice to have an opportunity to do that.
3: For
0: sure. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I might, I, we'll see what my schedule looks like. I might send Mark a note that says, Oh, schedule cleared up on some Tuesdays. If you want to drop me in <laughs> some teams, but uh, um it, it does this, actually
1: that... say that they are going to publish pre-race a list of all writer groups for each division yeah so and,
0: huh. and they like i said they've been posting in the facebook stuff that they'll have some tool that you'll be able to run as an overlay over your zwift that will help you pick oh. out the, oh. the other writers in your group while you're riding. huh so.
1: I so one thing that I am I I do like is I don't know if who all I know that that Lauren did I know I did but these Swift classics in 2021 mm. when they that was the first kind of auto categorization testing that was run through WTRL yeah. uh and I think that this is the is that testing coming to fruition for
0: ZRL mm yeah to some extent although i don't think anything outside of zrl will ever see anything this elaborate for team scoring no unless there's some other competing team racing series that comes up in
1: and Swift, unless but... zwift does the kind of things that we were talking about on our you know zwish lists
0: of well about, like, like the integrating, integrating things into, into yeah oh yeah yeah oh for sure in terms of the data overlay and stuff and points i mean you can even see it uh, listen listen Thread carefully you know there'd be dragons there in the <laughs> zrl facebook page but oh what i'm i haven't even gone
2: i i try not to i'm not really on facebook except to talk to herd people and messenger and otherwise i don't look at it ever so
0: yeah i don't have a few other professional obligations that keep me back on facebook once in a while but um but uh i'm sure you do counselor (laughs) exactly Uh, yeah, that plus like I'm on like a couple of crossboards that we gotta uh, promote some things right, different right, stuff. Right. So for sure there's there's other reasons I gotta be in there. But um like I said, that in that WTRL stuff, WTRL has been responding to questions and comments and mm-hmm. like they talked about how listen guys, we we don't control race data, we don't control um what's displayed that's a whole different conversation that is going to have to take place over whatever period of time to get the game engine to be able to do all of these things like we would we're with you we wish it did all those things for you too but it doesn't so what we can do though is take what data we can mine and we've created this thing that's different than whatever Zwift does that will give you some of that stuff
2: hmm. so i wonder okay so i don't know if you guys have this at all or have experienced this where some people to kind of try and like fake out other teams won't sign up right away so that so. was
1: that was part of what i was like oh they're gonna put up a pre-race list yeah. of all signed up rider groups that's not going to be helpful if people don't sign up until like two hours before the race
2: and and people
1: two hours
0: oh yeah 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 <laughs> that's way yeah. in advance man <laughs>
2: for i've totally signed
0: up for a zero race in like the last 20 yeah. minutes Wow. Oh, I yeah. I
2: never do. So
0: that's why so and and it's not like to be fair I'm not trying like I don't know that anyone's watching for me maybe in some of those old B days maybe they would have but um like it had nothing to do with any of that it just literally had to do with I have on two teams we're managing who's who going to race where and who gets sick yeah. and like that's Oh that's Brent fair. can you jump on? It's like all right I'll yeah. jump in here and do a race so but right so is... how
2: can they publish uh
0: well, yeah. so yeah, that's I know that's it.
1: why I am intrigued by the thought of this uh overlay you know, overlay yep. tool that tells you who you're racing against essentially uh i I literally I hadn't heard about this,
0: so I'm excited I mean, to see what that means. I mean, I know I feel like I should find the exact language of this thing, but uh, like I said, they the impression I had is that there we're about to get like some website tool that'll be like some clear website that you'll put over top of your Zwift window that will say huh. huh. some
2: so.
0: wow although <laughs> I don't know if you
1: have uh I I hope they're not pulling that information from Zwift Power
0: well, I I don't not. know if
1: you've tried if you've tried using the Zwift
0: Power Live anytime recently, but it's been a nightmare. Uh, yeah, not. I mean, obviously, more I use it during broadcasts and stuff, and you got to be super cautious.
2: <laughs> Yikes!
0: Yep, I hear you. No, I. I my understanding: every time I see a deal with WTR, I'll say the stuff that they have a, they are pulling from, the API. Yeah. Exactly. Cause so they have special access and stuff too. So, yeah. I mean, like I said, I, mm-hmm. I hope, I hope it works. I hope it's good. I hope it makes it fun. And I hope all the grumpy grumps who are like, it's first place or nothing can go away.
2: They never will.
0: Well, they're, I know. it's rough.
1: Cause they're usually not in first place.
0: <laughs> well, like how many people, like it's an 80 person race. How many people are in first one? Yep one and in a out of six races a season that's usually like two or three people i mean so... don't you know
2: brent though that that means everyone else is a loser
0: yeah <laughs> i guess i have been particularly a, loser in in a lot brent. of swift races
2: <laughs> yeah i've lost
0: so many more than i've won all of them yeah. i don't think i've ever finished first at the line as a race. i have gotten the most points in a race one one i think it's also one for me yeah I've gotten a couple like top five points in a race, but I've never gotten the total the first across the line.
2: I've maybe gotten,
0: I've won,
1: I've won a lot of things that were where you don't like when you get to the line, you don't know that you've won.
3: Yeah.
1: Climber's Gambit,
0: for example. Yeah. Or, yeah. Oh, I've won a few, a few HSRLs and stampedes and stuff, but I, yeah, I've never won a ZRL race.
2: One. One. and not on points only at the line
1: yep you guys do
2: How? i did
0: wow uh
1: i won the the um
2: championship
1: C championship race yeah. that ended he on did. the volcano climb
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh
0: best race i've ever done yeah. <laughs> amazing yeah. All right. I'll. We'll have to. I'll maybe. I'll find the wording and we put it in the show notes, or I'll post in the comments. Yeah. I don't wanna take you don't want people to this, to but... listen
2: to you search the internet
0: on a Do podcast. not. Do not. As I read, yeah. W. <laughs> listen. There's some guy named. Uh, I don't want to slag him on the podcast, but there's one commenter who is quite prolific. Uh, let's put uh-huh. it that way in yeah. the wgr groups who like Craig martin <laughs> <laughs> not anymore no. not anymore but uh james bailey
3: people who, bailey. <laughs> <laughs> also
0: <know>. people, who <laughs> people who follow will know who i'm talking i
2: about. i i think i've heard about this person in some of my chats as i'm not on facebook and i'm like what are they even talking about i'm gonna ignore this this doesn't sound interesting
0: good good call good call <laughs> so yeah cool awesome right. so yeah good luck to everyone with their races this weekend um mm-hmm. hope to see you out there thanks so much to sean fogenberg for coming on thanks to lord camp for coming on thanks to everyone for listening moo and good night
1: and it turns out the watermelon haritos and mezcal is a great drink <laughs> awesome <Night. laughs>